Hello, better money, so the Lord did me good. <laughs> got all kind of shit. Got the glow sticks. I got the gotcha bag. Got the Hawaiian punch. Everybody won't holler. Pop what you need. I got it. If I ain't got it, I'll find it. You understand? I'm selling glow sticks. Glow sticks that go with the yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now, the stars of four kids will sing the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched were so gay Still there. Oh, say does that star spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the Guys, ready? Go chicken, eagle, snake, chicken, eagle, snake, chicken, eagle, snake, chicken, eagle, snake. This concludes our broadcast day. Yes. Oh, oh, hi. What's up, everyone? Um, it's good to see you all. Welcome to the end of the broadcast day of the Bombadcast, I guess. I don't know. This, you're at the Bombadcast. It's fine. We're, we're good. We're good. Um, but welcome. Uh, listen, we're about to talk about uh, a little indie film uh, called Quanantmanania. Um, I believe is how it's pronounced. I'm not sure. Uh, but before we get into that, welcome. You've made it. You've arrived on thir uh, at Thursday, which is when we usually do our main show, The Bombad Cast. Um, it's when Scotty and I sit down by ourselves with some guests 
Um, I don't know. It could be literally Bombadcast can be anything. Uh, and it's always live on Thursdays. And uh, you should always be here. That's just what that's 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 just how it is. Uh, but we also do a little show on Wednesdays called Bombad Gaming. Scotty will play any assortment of little, uh, you know, fun little uh, uh, side scrollers and and uh, different little little bobs and doodads and things like that. Look at that. Look at that guy. Look at that man. Look at that handsome man. Uh, but that's every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, and then, listen, everyone, uh, high five Joe's pecs. Uh, every now and then I do a show called Hyperfocus. <laughs> so uh, that's where I usually sit down with a guest. Um, I can sit down with a panel and we talk about anything. We can talk about Star Wars. We can talk about anything. It's a discussion show. So, uh, but, but you know what? Let's get, we've got all the formal stuff in the way, out of the way here. I'm going to bring on my, my co-host, my bombad bosom buddy, my, uh, let me see the, I would say the, hmm, the Kang, the conqueror to my Kang, the conqueror. Hmm. Ooh. What a heavy healing. I want to have you hear me say. Yeah. I'm here. Kang. Hi, Kang. Kang. The <laughs> Kang gang. <laughs> you would call I would call you gang and you would call me Sang. And we call oh. Jared Jang. Jang? Yeah. Jang. Oh, oh, we do have a guest tonight, don't we? We would call Taylor Tang, but that's also... Tang? That wouldn't Ooh. work very well, because Tang refers to something inappropriate. Uh, that being said, look at Jared says, we call Katie... We could call Katie Kang, though, for real. That's like a real thing. Ah. That kind of mm. makes sense, too. Anyway, um, happy to be here, everyone. Welcome. Very excited. We have a really special guest this evening, as always. Uh, unexpected, but they want to talk, and I like talking with them. Unexpected, you know but funnier. Yeah. He is also one of these things, a patron. Patron. Oh, my goodness. $7 a month. You're, you're at this point, we're trying to do more content. We have we have our moments. We do our things. But we're really, we're really sending out letters, mostly. And if you want to get we a handwritten letter from one of us, that's something we've been really, really doing a lot of we're, we're definitely going to be doing that um yeah listen life Probably has been kind of crazy after the wedding and everything after my wedding my, my my wife i finally have a wife that means i can get a life ah. i can do that wife so. happy wife happy life uh That's as right. as everyone who is 30 years older than us says it's not scripted by the way this hope no it's not it's not at all it's, it's if you bad if you think any of this is scripted, it's probably one of the most brilliant scripts ever written because it feels it's like we're making it up off the top of our heads. Exactly, which is not the case. By the way, if you haven't it's like yet, ten levels deep, thousand followers. That's what we want. We're at four hundred and two. We're oh, man, slowly, we're so, getting, we're slowly getting there. We really are, and I'm very happy. So we have these social sites as well. You've got all these areas you could follow us at. Look at these two cool cats. But we're even on Hive too. But you know, I don't know if without else is. further ado. Let's bring in our very own Kang the Conqueror. I'm referring to Jang the J Conqueror. The Jonqueror? Wait, who invited you here? Who invited you? I invited me to get revenge on the Council of Jay <laughs> for casting me out. Hi, guys. I'm really happy to be here. Happy to have you here. This, this is exciting. Would it be you know, would it be J Jang or would it be like a soft J, like Yang? 
Yang the Yonker, maybe. I I like all of it. I mean, I feel like Jay the Conqueror is what. <laughs> I like all of it. You know. All right. Like, I'm, I'm making jokes because, like, I always, because I always joke about wanting to be the villain. Like, yes. you guys think I'm gonna be obnoxious about Kang? You guys are not ready for when we meet Doom. I said this to Scotty oh. off air. <laughs> It's going to become my entire personality. <laughs> like, That's like I was, I was bad when we had Doc Ock in a Spider-Man movie again. It's yeah. going to be so much worse with Doctor Doom. Just Way warning worse. you all. Oh, I'm excited. So, like, I guess to try to kick this whole thing off, happy to have you here, Jared, obviously. Uh, Jerry, I'm happy we can make this work. I know it was a little late for you because you were the last one to see the movie of the evening it's... out of our group chat. Which is so Listen. Funny. Listen, Which is normally the, the, me, but now Taylor and I are able yeah. to see earlier shows. So, yeah, no. Listen, it's fine. I had no idea that. Uh, uh, again, we were going to get uh, just a, a flash freeze. It's it's the day after yeah. tomorrow up here. Um, yeah. There was nothing at lunch. It was dry, and and now there is snow everywhere. And that's just I'm how thankful, that works. I guess. Though to say to this movie, it was a solid two hours. Did not need any more. I think it delivered on every level within those two hours. So yes. like, so runtime aside, we've been used to these really long Marvel movies recently. This one kind of broke a mold where I'm like, oh wow, we got rid of we got through this story like kind of like a five part series, just in terms of speed. It was like boom, 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 yeah. everything built to a good moment. Um, spoiler free review to kind of kick this whole thing off. Uh, I guess you know we all have our own opinions about recent Marvel movies, and some of us highly regard a couple, some of us not so much. Uh, but I will say, if we're kicking off Phase 5, this is the way to do it. Um, and I mm. really liked it. Uh, a spoiler-free thing I can say is, um, I guess you get to the first hour, you really don't meet your antagonist, you hear about him. And I don't think the movie, for me personally, didn't start <clears throat> to get like super hype until we really met our antagonist. Like I wasn't like, everything else was kind of like, okay, we're doing this again, we're doing this again. Not in a bad way, just like, okay, I've seen these beats before until we get to mm. our villain and i'm like oh my god we haven't seen this before so um yeah that's my spoiler that's my very brief spoiler for your review anyone else want to take it or move no not really <laughs> um jared go ahead jared well i was gonna say i did really like this a lot um i you know mutual friend of ours trey mitchell i uh i went on his show mile high cinema recently to talk about the first man movie yeah uh, and like Scott's arc across the MCU. Yeah. And doing that, you know, I, I, I got <sighs> down to rewatch the movies and something that I was really excited for uh, was to see the progression uh, of the story of Scott trying to reclaim his family uh, and watching that. I also just want to call attention to the fact uh, that fat kitty, uh, Taylor's cat that is 30 pounds and is a bowling ball. Uh, we, we, I call her a droidica all the time, is sticking <laughs> just her paw under the door right now. And she pulled it away just Ooh. as I called attention to it. Oh, there it is again. It's so distracting. Like she just slyly, just like, hi, with her little. With don't her give little any spoilers, mittens. Jared. Uh, I know. Oh, don't worry. She's, she's big enough to <laughs> maul a man to death. Uh, <laughs> just rotund spherical um she could power kang's multiversal pod 
Um, <laughs> that a, a mechanized uh, cat, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, only for destruction or whatever. Mo cat, but all of that said, I am baffled by some of the reviews that were coming out of premieres and press screenings. What were they bad ones? Utterly bad. This got a forty percent. This on is rotten, weird. right? This is chilling. I mean. Not to relitigate Eternals because I have no des- desire to talk about that movie with Scotty. Don't, sh- don't talk um, about that, Scotty. Like, it's sitting right next to Eternals is like the lowest rated MCU movies. And people's critiques and like takes coming away from it were like, you know, it's not a great cap to the Ant-Man trilogy or Scott's story. It's like all set up for Kang. Well, I don't think we watched the same movie. Like, there's a lot of setup for who's going to be like the the overarching villain. Sure, but like, well, first of all, I think we need to. The MCU is clearly trying to teach us that we need to not think and think about movies and trilogies anymore. Yeah, I agree. Love or hate Thor: Love and Thunder, they broke the they broke the trilogy rule. Avengers broke the trilogy rule. Captain America is about to break it. We're getting everybody's getting TV shows as well. Like we need to stop thinking in trilogy. So just because this is the third Ant-Man movie does not mean this is the last time we're going to see Paul Rudd uh, in his, you know, oh, no. quantum. They made it very, they made it very clear with this episode. This episode, I'm sorry, this movie. But it is, it, it is like an episode, frankly. Yeah, like that's that's what this is. It's not um, like yeah. you were saying. But we, like we don't think people... in trilogies anymore. Yeah, it is an episode, and people are complaining about like, oh, like it's a movie. Why is it being treated like serialized television? Bro, it's been treated like serialized television since phase one. What do you smoke? That has always been the point. (laughs) Um, But no, I really do love the themes of family in this one. One of the themes I really enjoyed was the idea of like how, you know, how, how, how like a great generation can go, okay, I fought my big bad. I overcame this obstacle and we're done now. Yeah. And, and how that stagnation does nothing but breed conflict down the road because it because mm. the people who think they save the world enough times to be done mm. uh, have done the job completely. Um, we can get more into specifics with that. But I really like that. I really liked the through line that had uh, from Scott's character to Bill to Scott to Bill Murray's character uh, through, you know, having Kang as a villain. Yeah. You know, just a lot of a lot of things about family and about, you know, the responsibility the old guard has to the new guard, which I think is really cool because it's it's a carryover from phase four. You know, phase four had so much to do with passing the torch Mm -hmm. and like what it meant to foster the next generation. And this is a really fun continuation because it's not so much a passing of the torch so much as it is a reminder to scott to ant-man that you know you're not ready to hang it up and it's not because like you're done or it's not just because you did a good thing it's because the job isn't done yet yeah you know and i i really like that i think there's some really cool decisions made um my only real issues you know i understand your complaints about the first act and a half or so like until we real until we meet Mm. kang and he really takes over the movie um Totally understand that uh, complaint. Uh, don't don't fully share it, but I totally can wrap my head around that. Yeah. Um, I kind of hit my wall with a lot of like, I never told you the full truth type tropes. Um, yeah. By the fifth time I heard it, I was like shoving my face in my popcorn bucket. 
just begging people to like speak in full sentences. Um, like that felt a little like overly foreboding. Yeah, yeah just, 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 just speak plainly, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have very few complaints. Again, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, only a couple hours fresh out mm-hmm. of a first viewing, so obviously over time, all of our uh, opinions are going to evolve over time. Yeah. But yeah, there is a very specific, not necessarily even complaint, maybe a worry is a better word for it. Uh, that you, Scotty, and I, you and I talked about a little bit before we got mm-hmm. started. Um, that we can get into with spoiler talk uh, yeah. that pertains to Kang. But all in all, I was super happy with it. Super enjoyed it. You know, I I let a lot of these early reactions kind of spook me, and I just kind of come sure. away having another moment of like, did you? Did anybody actually pay attention? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did we you watch know? the same one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I just, I, 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 I feel like there's a lot of like weird. And again, like what doesn't work for people doesn't work for people, and that's fine. I just. You know, the, the the people who were talking about this, like, oh, it's Kang's movie. It's Kang's movie. Like, you know, yes, the villain steals the show. Um, but also, like, Jonathan Majors is born for this character. Oh, yeah. Like, these oh, yeah. are one of those moments where it's like, I can't see another person doing this. No. Right. So, yeah. Beautifully said. I, I agree with a lot of what you said, though, too. I mean, I'm not saying the full first part dragged the entire time. There were some very intriguing parts. But, like... Like what what I said when that villain comes in, that is when the movie just the mm. movie just it just goes up so high on my list just instantly. Yeah. But uh, Jerry, what's your what's your thoughts? Well, so my my spoiler free thoughts just to start off here is I and I I've, I think I've been fairly uh, vocal about it on Twitter and everything. Um, I felt like this movie was going to emotionally drain me, drag me yeah. through the mud, kick me in the nuts a few times. Um, yeah. And uh, I was going to be, I, I was ready to be traumatized yeah. with the way that, especially I think the le- the latest trailer, mm-hmm. the way they were talking about you're missing time with your yeah. daughter and things daughter. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, y'all know how I feel about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, what ended up happening for me, this, this is a much more enjoyable ride. Yes. Uh, this, I was, this was, this was an adventure. This yes. was, um, it, it, it still had those themes. I thought it was going to have with the, the father daughter relationship, but it wasn't as we're going to suck it's, your soul out mm-hmm. and, um, make you watch something horrible happen and relive yeah. it uh, as you know like not to get too many spoiler di- dialogue things but uh yeah. you know there was a line in there where i was like i thought that was what the movie was going to be um but, but then, again that being said there were still high stakes it felt like to yeah. me um and and i am just absolutely oh god i it's a fantastic start um to phase five and like you guys were saying you know people haven't really been happy with phase four phase five yeah and i just think that people are listen after after the infinity saga we gotta shrink down a little bit no pun intended for for ant-man but uh we gotta shrink down the scale a little bit but we also the scale is kind of huge Mm-hmm. Uh, in a, a different way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the threat is—it's it, getting to where it's starting to feel a little bigger. But they—we've got to tell different stories. We've got to like take big swings, and I feel like they're taking a lot of big swings. Yeah, and maybe that's why it's not landing with a lot of people. But I, again, as a fan of '80s 
television, you know, uh, cinema. In here. Well, Woodsy, I was going to say, hey, listen, it. hey, oh, it's okay, Woodsy. Wids, hey, respect. I don't think respect. I've ever seen Patrick um, Kitson in here, but I like this one. It's pretty good. Awful. <laughs> listen, listen, y'all can go read the uh, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes uh, score if you want. Um, but I, oh, what was I say? I, I feel like I enjoy the big swings. I enjoy people taking big swings, and I enjoy them um, not, not as the bad as at the place because I loved all these movies. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Cross Sorry. the board, wrong. Sorry. You're entitled to your opinion. Uh, I'm being antagonistic, but right. Respectfully disagree. Around, but listen, <coughs> listen. Uh, banger, banger, banger. I don't, Pat, welcome, welcome. But I'm not sure if if uh listen, we like uh Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull here, um, pretty unanimously. I, I like it more Jared. than most of those films. Uh, right, right. More than Temple of Doom, honestly, I like it. So if that doesn't oh, yeah. anger you, um, welcome. Uh but anyway, uh yeah, no, so, but that's it. Like, yeah, it's listen, we're taking big swings. We had an, a fun adventure. Um yep. it. I, I don't know, man. I had a blast. I watched an MCU movie and had a blast. That's my non-spoiler review. Crystal Skull. Yeah, that yeah. is that it's is the my fourth one. Fa- that's my favorite Indiana Jones movie. It's not the best one, but it's, it's surely pretty fun. It's that surely is, my yes. favorite. And Patrick, I should say to you, uh, Mr. Kitson, I think we should... Bob we should- uh, we, we, we should very much say, you know, like so much, so many of us here, all three of us are so used to dealing with like the worst of the worst on the internet that I think yeah. we might be jumping to a conclusion that you're going to now be a dick because we like things that a lot of people don't for some reason. Uh, so allow us to give you the benefit of the doubt. Uh, yes, Scotty and Jerry love Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's been too long for me to have an yeah. opinion, so I won't weigh in on that. But uh, you know, better get, better get chopping, man. It's coming this this June. I know. I Taylor a, I, Taylor's not seen any indie movies. Oh, that's crazy. I got a I crazy look. For you to share that with her. Whenever that night I met Auntie Jerry at that at Mardi Gras ball, and I sent y'all a photo of Auntie Jerry. Oh man. Uh, but um, he he straight up looked at me and goes. The Phantom Menace is your favorite Star Wars movie of all time. I'm like, Thank you, Woodsy. Like, yeah. Thank you. Andy surviving a nuke in a refrigerator is the most Indiana Jones thing of all time. <laughs> Indiana Jones has plot armor like no one would believe. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, like Scott Lang. Uh, yeah, yes. Yes. No. So, so no, Scott. Scott got I saved. Am, Scott did not survive. Scott he, got saved. No, he almost got obliterated. Well, spoilers. Look at this. Look Sorry. at my stepdad. <laughs> my stepdad's in here. The fun seem to be so they attempt to pass the torch. That's right. Okay. I, I don't Thank disagree you. with that at all. I don't disagree and, with that. And at we're all. gonna attempt again to pass the torch. Yes. Uh come this June. But I'm yes. listen, I'm loving all these torches going everywhere. Let's I love it. There's so much light. There's so much so, light in this cave. So okay, I guess we can fully dive into spoilers if you all not the opportunity to see the movie. By all means, you can leave the stream, come back to it later. Dip out but, or, um, or, or watch still, you know, if so you're one of those type of people. What I want to do later, boys, I didn't say this earlier on top, but I kind of wanted to end this whole thing with like an analysis of this. But we'll do that later. Oh, uh, I give we'll, it to you right now. That is the uh, that's the phase five like uh, timeline is with that. That is, is that. Actually. But yeah. uh, but um, in all it's, seriousness, it's, it's changed a lot since that yes. picture was taken too. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's been delayed. I looked up, I looked up an article last night, and it was, uh, I think it was the uh, Hollywood Reporter or uh, whatever. Anyway, and yeah. it was listing a lot of this kind of stuff. And again, 
Blade was under. And I realized it was from 2020. Uh, it was from early 2022. Maybe Blade got super delayed. Marvels is coming out on the Blade release date. Agatha, we'll see. <coughs> uh, Thunderbolts is not until uh, it says 24 still. Uh, that might still happen when it's supposed to. See, the article uh, I read said that that was coming out. Yeah, next. Well, yeah, that would be next. Is summer. it Secret Invasion in the fall now too? Yeah, Loki. Loki uh, maybe. Loki is definitely in the fall. I know that. Yeah, it's not in the summer anymore. I Secret Invasion Loki's must this be. Season. Loki yeah, is my of, jam. Secret Invasion must be in the summer, Same. Now, not in the spring. I just rewatched Loki. I basically watched the entire Loki series, season one, series one. I'm from Britain now. Um, yesterday, like in one day, uh, to prepare for this, and Loki. Have you not still seen it before at all? Slept. No, I have seen it. I oh, was, you I was re it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think we reviewed it for this. I'm very glad too. No, Loki. I've watched a couple of times before. This is my like my third or fourth time watching through. Uh, love Loki. I cannot oh, Loki, wait yeah. for the new season. Loki. I'm gonna upset this guy in the comments some more. Uh, Loki was my favorite TV show until She Hulk. Like, <clears throat> yeah, She Hulk. Honestly, she. -Hulk I thought sweet. She Hulk was fine. I like. I like. Loki she -Hulk. Definitely, Loki was definitely the the god tier show. I think Loki's still my favorite. Hulk. Who? How do you beat Richard E. Grant? Like just being Richard E. Grant. Glorious purpose. Ha! Like the way his death, the way he's like, ha! Like that man has the best facial expressions of all time. Um, um, you know, hot take to Star Wars related. Before we move on with Richard E. Grant, I'm not here to do like Rise of Skywalker slander because he yeah. was he's fun in that movie. Yeah, I wish we got Richard E. Grant somewhere else. We're like That's we could true. get where we could get more of it. And Mandalorian, we, we may still. Who knows? Just I, you're not wrong. I don't disagree with that. I agree. Um, so I going into this movie, what had the same exact Jerry kind of fear. I'm like, God, we're going to like get our heart ripped out. Like, I, I, I don't want to cry. I'm like, I'm in a mood for a fun movie. And they kind of flipped it uh, <laughs> the entire time. I'm like, oh, this is a little bit more adventure, more, more pulpy. It felt look, I'm going to be real with you. It felt like. You know when you see those really awesome, like uh, I forget the artist. Is it is it Mobius or more? I think it's Mobius. Uh, one of those like early seventies um, sci-fi like painters, like Ralph McQuarrie level kind of mm -hmm. guys. Um, mm. It felt like I was in one of those paintings for a solid thirty minutes. I was blown away by that. I'm like, this is very Star Warsy, just like kind of you know anthropology looking at a looking at an environment, figuring it out. And the setups for the whole movie were all there within that first just 30 minutes. Like, I know that's mm -hmm. how most movies work. But in terms of even the ants being something that, you know, go into a separate time of their own and come back. I mean, that that, that all of that was so amazing. So yeah. well done. Really good. Really good. Uh, I would almost say Star Warsy in this, like, you know, what set everything up at the beginning have it actually pay off at the end, like <clears throat> full through. That was so good. That it was so good. Mm. I it's it's funny, you know. The moment Kang started monologuing, I leaned over to Taylor and I said, "It's the Council of Kangs." Uh -huh. She went, "Ooh," and then later <coughs> on, uh, Taylor went, "I bet the ants are gonna save the day." And, like she like. 
no no precursor to that yeah just shot in the dark was like the answer gonna fix everything uh-huh and then yeah. we find that the ants have now like gained sentience and have evolved and have become like a, a race of cyborg socialist cyborg yep. ants. Yep. I love um, that. I loved that addition, like socialist cyborg. I know. Uh, I know yeah. socialist is a loaded word, but oh god, it was so good. It's me and one other guy in the auditorium went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, pumped man. my fist. For, for, for I pumped based, my fist for base tank Pim. It was funny. Uh, I actually this week I was reading a, a book on evolution, and at one part of it was discussing eusociality, which is the idea of like a hierarchy system within ants, like how they function as a crew, and like if ants were to be able to go off into their own universe <laughs> and like develop fully for thousands of years just by themselves in isolation, they really could get to that level of just functioning as a as a whole there's no altruism yeah. there they're all functioning for the benefit of a whole and the fact that hank's like yeah they developed for thousands of years and then they can come and help us they develop technology and built cities i'm like let's go back there at some point because that is so freaking yeah. cool uh, i agree, you, I agree completely. obviously that we might so cool. i think I, I think we might frankly cool. you know that was just such a cool thing to just set up and leave you know yes it was wonderful and it's funny like this movie did do a couple of things for me in the theater. Like it really does. It's really one of those makes you think kind of movies. And I know that's silly, but like I put my foot up on like, like little, you know, little on I a child. Say, what? Child's head. Oh no, I'm not a child. <laughs> no, I put it on top of the little wood that, you know, is like the barricade between each area. I'm like, did I just like squish a multiversal area? Like, is there like a little area on that thing where like, if my foot hit that, it's like, you know, Horton Hears a Who, and that whole entire yeah. universe is gone. Oh, this, like, was, this, this was Horton Hears cool. a Who meets, if you haven't seen Strange World 2, uh, the oh, Disney yeah. movie that just came out, one of one of my kiddos' favorites. Yes. This had a lot, especially at the beginning, when they first get there, that is exactly Strange World, but with oh, like a, so an, on cool. a PG-13 rating level. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. Uh, it, it really makes you kind of like, it, it's, it's a cool thing to add. They keep adding layers to the Marvel universe and stuff, which I yeah. mean, are, are there in the comics. I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, I mean, that's just, that's comic book storytelling, right? It's just yeah. adding layers upon layers of like, Oh, there's this new thing we've never heard of over yeah. here now. Um, oh, now there's this new threat. There's this new world. Yeah. There's this new blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, and I, I love the limitness uh, the limitness, the limitless. I don't know if I, I can't say that word uh, this late. Limit, um, limit, limitless, limitlessness, yeah, limitlessness is what I was trying to say. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, I love the limitlessness yeah. of kind of this this universe and everything. You know, is there a universe below that one? Even I mean, yeah. it's honestly everything's infinite. So whatever. Um, it's we don't need to bog ourselves down in that too much, but uh, no, it's just a really cool, really cool world. Absolutely. That I was, I was enthralled by. Mm -hmm. I agree. It was, it was, it was enrapturing and the whole cultures down there was cool. The fact that they yeah. were all suppressed people was also very interesting because you are wondering how they're going to, you know, how, why do these people even matter? And the fact that they matter in the end, look at Jay. What's up, Jay? Revolution, I see you. Revolution, revolution, yep. revolution. Yes, yes. Said Cassie Lang. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thanks, Cassie Lang. Cassie Lang. Oh, 
I was gonna say brilliant. when they drink the or they drink the uh I was gonna mention red, that too. What do they call the red drink the ooze? ooze. Dad, drink, drink the ooze. ooze. <laughs> that was like, an oh. interesting devi plot device to get them yes. to understand the language. I yes. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was neat. Um, so good. Yeah. But speaking of base Cassie Lang, pulling her out of prison at the beginning was interesting. I, I thought oh, that was yeah. a cool so, choice. Um, also, Cassie said, uh, you know, she said uh, A-C-A-B. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. so, you know, yes. that's what Cassie said. She, she, yeah. she shrunk. She shrunk. She shrunk a cop car. That was great. She I said uh -huh. she she uh, Cassie did say a cab and I appreciated uh, it. And uh, the thing that well, and I was alluding to this earlier, like I really love this idea you know, and it's an issue that like we deal with in the real world, you know, like, you know, we talk about like the, 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 you know, baby boomers a lot, that generation of how like they're, they, everybody was writing about like the end of history, you know, mm. like, okay, guys, like we beat the game. Yeah. You know, we, we beat story mode. We beat the big boss, you know, we beat the Nazis, we beat the USSR and yeah. now we kind of get to like right off into the sunset and uh, the world doesn't need saving anymore. And we mm -hmm. all can all just be done and rest on our laurels. And uh, surely nothing bad will ever happen because we just kind of went done. Yeah. done. We've defeated and racism. We've defeated everything. Yes, yeah. We're every, good. yeah. Every, every time we hit a milestone, we've decided that the problem is fully solved. Yeah. And I really think it's interesting that like every other story that we got to pick back up with in phase four um, was, was the, was, was, was very much like people picking up the pieces. Hawkeye is picking up the pieces of like getting back to just having a family again. Wanda mm. is shattered by what was done to her and what was taken from her. And it consumes her soul. Um, you know, Dr. Strange is left pondering like, what the hell do I do with myself? Yeah. You know, you have, and then you have people who are now coming up into this new world post blip in Kate Bishop, in, you know, She Hulk, um, Shuri having to take on the new mantle of Black Panther and like live up to her brother's example. You know, again, another person who we lost after we just got them back. All, all of that to then see Scott Lang, who went on one. You know, the world is on the line adventure because his prior adventures were not those, did not have the stakes no. that ever, almost anybody else had. No, you right. know, Scott's <clears throat> stakes were, oh no, there's a lunatic in like a poor man's Iron Man suit. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, we got to save Janet from the quantum realm. And also, Ghost is going to kill us, but maybe we can make her be nice. Yep. She or Scott, he rather had to go on one big world saving adventure. Yeah. And he which he was the key to for the most he was, part. It, yeah. He was he was a huge part of it. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but he came back. His daughter was still alive. Mm -hmm. He brought back Janet. He brought back Hope. He brought back Hank. And he kind of got to ride off into the sunset <clears throat> after that. Yeah, you know he 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 got everybody and everything back. That's you know, the last the, shot we got thing. of him was him watching the fireworks. One of my favorite shots in all of Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Oh watching, yeah. You're just, you know, like oh. So yeah. Beautiful. So like, and the and and like he, I say he got everything back. Obviously, what he can never get back is the time he lost when he was in prison 
mm-hmm. both the time he lost, but every time he's been in prison, and yeah. the time he lost, you know, in the five minutes where he was trapped in the quantum realm where everybody else lived a life. So seeing him pick back up and adjust in the time post blip where he is written this book, become a like, you know, some type of B list celebrity. <clears throat> that was I love which that. is really that funny all the stuff with the book is fantastic dude the, um, everyone says the same thing will you take a picture with my dog was the funniest yeah thing so i've seen that was really good <laughs> punch up on a joke because it right. could have just been a series of selfies yeah and nope. you could have just left it on and everybody asked me the same question can you take a picture with my dog and it'd be the joke the- that that's obviously not the question everybody asks but no everybody wants ant-man to take a picture with their dog dog Mm. but you but choosing to then have scott be this this hero who goes okay i did my part i'm done you know uh to to jump back to the other bug superhero who scott is erroneously mistaken for uh you know it is the ultimate spider-man story of like 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 it, it is one of the core tenets to peter parker stories is like where power and responsibility begins and ends you know, you can't save everybody, but you kind of have a duty to at least try. Exactly. And mm-hmm. seeing Cassie pick up uh, where, in a way, kind of where Scott left off, following in his footsteps as well, which I think is really important. Because why was Scott la- locked up in prison in the first movie? Oh, well, because he he screwed over some like you know Bernie yep. Madoff type guy. He yep. robbed from that you know bastard. And gave the money back to all the people he stole from. Yeah. And that locked Scott up for years. And the seeing Cassie then also be this person who's like, no, I am going to be involved in community action and organizing and pushing back against the state and like, you know, global capital, just like her father did before her, is a really cool beat. And people keep talking super about like, poetic. oh, yeah, it's super poetic. And people keep talking about like, oh, it feels like Star Wars. You know, this has nothing to do with like space shit and like a bar yeah. full of weird looking aliens or some like technopolis, which they do so, have some technopolis, yeah. which like with a bunch of like energy based weapons. It is simply I'm going I'm going to do what my father did before me. Star Wars is hell. Um, yeah, <laughs> which is super great uh, and something I really love. And the, there's another really cool element that, again, I'm so glad I went back and rewatched the first two Ant-Man movies. Uh, I really do need to start rewatching these movies before I go to see the next it, one. Sure. Because there like, needs to be a, like a rewatch. Absolutely. Like on a, on a, just a, a cycle there. What, one of my favorite things that I talked about this with Trey, when he had me on mile high cinema is the, 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 the dual <clears throat> storylines between Hank Pym and Scott Lang is that you have these two men who are at a crossroads with their daughters. Mm-hmm. Hank Pym is actively trying to like put his relationship with his daughter back together. Yes. And she wants nothing to do with him. And Scott is trying to, and again, very important line of dialogue as we see how it's, you know, coming back to haunt him, Scott, in some ways in this movie, we see, because multiple people say to Scott multiple times in the first movie, you know, you just have to live up to what Cassie already thinks you are. God, great mm. one. You just have great to be one. what she thinks you are. You don't have to try to be great. Just no. live up to her expectations because she already thinks that you are a god. 
right? So seeing that come full circle here, where now, you know, Grandpa Hank mm-hmm. is not only repaired his relationship with Hope, but now he's like building a, 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 a They're working together. <laughs> they're working together, but he's also oh. like he's being building a, like a really meaningful relationship with Cassie. You also see Cassie now seeing Scott for the first time to her yeah. fail to live up to that expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, while he's writing a book, he's, a, he's writing a book. He's <clears throat> yeah. listening to his own audible, you know, mm-hmm. he's that reading this. He's, which is so funny. Uh, I just, I was so happy to talk to a raccoon. raccoon. Um, <laughs> like that was the whole, Oh man. Anyway, please. It was really please funny, but like, but seeing, Scott for the first time like failed to meet that standard. I think mm. it was a really cool decision and you see how it colors how he handles the rest of this movie and yes. you put him on and again this is a very good decision you put him on the front lines of this resistance movement. But he sees what the stakes are for all of these people and you know you see him become inspired by Cassie and you see Cassie become a hero in her own right. I love the way that like you know they they do just enough to make sure that everybody at home is caught up. I don't yeah, think the they dialogue, necessarily dialogue wise. I don't mm. think they necessarily needed uh, to show us the flashback to Yellow Jacket trying to kill Cassie in the first movie. Yeah, but I understand why they did it. But like, I love the idea that over the course of the movie, it's Cassie like being visibly uncomfortable by being in the same room as you know Darren slash Modok, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also Modok looked great. All y'all just don't know how to have fun. I uh, do. I do like Modok. It, it's literally a giant head. What else and can you? Yeah. You know, that's the joke. The fact he that it's a looks ridiculous. That's uh, it's always has looked ridiculous. Uh, but. You know, watching Cassie slowly build up that courage and steel herself enough to face Modoc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only Which face I, him, <sighs> but talk him off the ledge. Convert him. Yes. You ben know, solo style. Yeah. I, and I loved that. I love that. Yeah. You know, like just stop being a dick. Tell me yeah. what to be, Cassie. Like, and again, <laughs> people have, like, I've heard people say that Modoc's one of the worst, or I'm sorry, Yellow Jacket's one of the worst MCU villains. And every time I hear that, I, I, I turn up my nose. Because again, yeah. some people just don't know how to have fun. And I think yeah. he's a super villain. He is. He, he truly is. That's it. Like, we, you know, and whether this is good, bad, right, wrong, and different, whatever, culturally, we have moved away from the mustache twirling megalomaniacal villain. We have more, you know, pound for pound. We have more killmongers than we do Palpatines. That's true. In Mm. fiction right now. And Darren Cross just being this like psychotic fail son Mm -hmm. who felt rejected by a surrogate father. That's enough for me. I love it. And Easy. and and, and I, uh, the actor's name escapes me at the moment, but he sells it so well. He's so fun in Ant-Man. He yeah. is so much. Yeah. He's so he's such a fun villain. He's a, he's a good villain to hate and everything. Like yeah. especially going at going after a child at the end also is just yeah. like, and, you know. And it and it makes his face turn, no pun intended, even funnier. And yeah. even funnier but also more earnest. That like 
you realize just how tiny a person he was deep down because he took all of these seemingly meaningless things so seriously. Right. Like, you know, like the whole, like Scott, I always looked at you. It was a brother and everybody else is going, the, what, what yeah. <laughs> to him, uh, to him, he sees Scott as the prodigal son. Yeah. I, like he had I that, loved... like it, that totally makes sense that he views Scott in that way, even though it's completely one-sided. Right. Yeah. Well, it's the, 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 and I mean, obviously that's played for laughs and everything too. And just like, I, I did love the whole, like everything he said just got more and more like everyone cringed harder. Oh God. <laughs> the, the more he went on, but I love that I... they did give it to him. They were like, you know what? You're fine. You know, you're, yeah. you're good. I did tear up when he was like, am I an Avenger now? I'm like, that's actually kind of sincere. Cause he at did least yeah, I got to die. Avenger, yeah, Avenger. I that was died laughing. Sweet. Honestly, I was <laughs> like, "That's actually kind of endearing because he, from his perspective, he really did think he did that, and he did help the dead. Right. He, he did. He took he a step. Put, yeah, he put Kane down he, a little bit. He yeah, made a choice. Absolutely. I love giving villains. I love that they're giving villains the choice now to like. Th that to me is way more interesting than the, back in the day. Comic book movies, you had to kill the villain at the end of every film. Every, um, no. uh, every film and i mean yeah do you have any idea how many marvel villains i'm interrupting you for one moment no yeah how many like banger villains we should still have in my I opinion a lot um, a lot all we have is <laughs> shitty zemo <laughs> shimo um yeah no i, I just deeply sanitized <laughs> zemo yeah. yeah i i love that they they gave Modoc like a uh, a gravitas, but at the same time, they they didn't. It didn't take itself too seriously. I yes. loved, I loved that the I, it felt pitch perfect to me. He um, felt adequately I, menacing. Yes. Like yeah, like, it well, is he funny. Could still, it, he still killed a lot of people. A lot. Yeah. Well, there's that. Like you know, like I audibly moaned in the theater when. Uh, uh, Bill Murray like, <laughs> basically read out the MODOK acronym. Yes. MODOK acronym, yes. yeah. And like he said that, and I just went, "Oh yeah!" Like I, <laughs> it, it made, I was so glad that they did it twice. They yep. did it twice, and it made me so happy. Oh. Uh, but like even, but and they they, but that was just like, it was a perfect mix. Most yeah. movies, Marvel movies, whatever really try hard sometimes to strike the balance between like taking the piss out of your, out of one of your villains while also making them feel threatening. And sometimes like it either makes the jokes land flat or them lose their scare factor. Yeah. And here, you know, Modoc had almost this, like almost like a grievous mm -hmm. to him yeah, where it's like, so. we're like, you're pitiful. You're pathetic. You yeah. are, you were divine. You were defined by the amount of violence you can enact upon other people, and you're silly. And everybody is making fun of you, but also Jesus Christ, I don't want to be in a dark alley with you. No. Uh, yeah, you know, like that scene you where he tries to kill Pim is great. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. everybody has the same Jesus Christ, Darren moment, yeah. and it's funny every time. But yeah. his like you know it's <laughs> what happened? See you in hell, Hank. Like that was scary. so good. It was yeah. so. I thought I thought we were losing Hank right there. Honestly, I swear the plane I was, was going down. We I was Hank waiting too. for it to blow up. I was yeah. waiting yeah, for the plane I was to blow up. Explosion. 
That was God. the moment that Taylor hit me with the, the ants are going to save the day. Mm, nice. <laughs> the like, ants that worship him as a god. Oh, God. It was so good. Yeah. Um, they they really did. They gave him his gravitas, but also had those those great moments and everything. And, yeah, no, like, I, I don't know, man. Also, like, uh, every time – how many, they did say the acronym a couple of times. My favorite yeah. was when he's talking to uh, to – Scott and Scott goes uh, technically that's Modofk Modalia of because there's an of Modofk of there's a killing or for something. for killing for killing yeah. that was it yeah oh uh, like, man Modof yeah um, Modofk actually by yeah. the way who who is uh smitten over Katie O'Brien in that like warrior role she had do you remember do you remember who she is that's that that was the I can't remember was, her name and it was one of the only parts of the movie I didn't like. it was. It was really. It was the Imperial from the bridge. Of, yeah, uh, Gideon. Ship. Is that who that was? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Was, yeah. I, I took me like, a while to realize where so, I knew her face I was, from. I was like, she is so fine. I'm like, See, where is she from? Oh, she's like, I, she's gorgeous. It's oh just my her God. character was just. I like gen- generic warrior princess. I was like, I yeah. Like but I like was... I like the the implications of what she had there, where she was like her own little rebellion. But I also liked that the buildings were living things. All her little, you know, her cavalcade of people were Dude, so much. That's fun. another Star Gun, Wars gunhead. thing. Gunhead, like the nature versus, uh, you know, like cold techno- technocracy. You know, right, yeah. right. The, yeah, dude, the the gunhead dude and um God. the little w- w- Heb Beb. What was the name of the thing that that milked the the ooze oh. out of himself oh no i don't remember that so i i love that him? thing like you, you want to know who voiced him you want to know who, who? voiced him do you have david desmalchin which is crazy is that who that was because he saw all his of name. scott's ex-convict buddies aren't in the movie but desmalchin gets to still have a role oh, oh, I, that's what i was wondering right. i saw Luis, his name and i was like who Luis was isn't there desmalchin's regular character yeah. isn't there ti isn't there yeah I saw his name in the credits and I thought he was coming in a post credit scene. That's what I, oh. I was waiting for Larry to be like, uh, hey, where's Scott? For him to talk kind of about thing, Baba Yaga. You know? Oh, God, that's hilarious. What is Scott? Yeah. So well uh, done. I like, I yeah. like that crew. I like the idea of, of their living buildings. That was actually, that really like, because at one point they even, it was the a bunch of trippy, they do the very trippy. Did y'all notice that? They did the Ewok at the very at the very end where one of them's holding the other building. And I'm like, oh, like that's pretty oh, wild. I actually didn't catch that. That's... Yeah, it was brutal. Oh, I love that. Oh. Uh, you're you're oh. uh it was like your buildings are alive, yours are dead. Yeah, like yeah, so <laughs> I, I also just going back to gunhead for a second, I'm gonna burn my yeah. one bomb bad cast F bomb. Gunhead got fucked up oh my god i was that might have been one of my favorite kills like it was a great kill i was just i was so mad to talk about kang for a moment i love the physicality jonathan majors brings to this performance yes i love the way that like he puts his whole body into those energy blasts like it was so cool like the way that he again like he caught like the 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 discharge from yep. like gunhead and like uh-huh. you want like him like convert the energy around him to then redirect yep. it so cool like it reminds uh-huh. me of adam driver with kylo ren like the yes. physicality yeah. he brought to that oh role. yeah uh-huh. we're like, like it's one of my it's one of the th- reasons i loved watching kylo fight in those movies aside from him yeah. just being cool as hell it was the physicality driver brought to that performance yes 
uh, that like I could only see Adam Driver fighting that way. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Kang, and that goes between for Kang's like technological combat all the way up to the way he pieces up Scott in the yes. throne room. Ooh. Like that was see, a I, ass oof. beating. That was bad. Yes, that was a whooping. I was, I had to, so that was the one part where I'm like, I'm going to have to prepare myself for him not to make it out of this. I was worried it, for a hot second. I'm not going to lie. It really felt like it for a little bit. I was the, whenever, okay. And whenever uh, uh Wasp comes back through the portal, by the way, like whenever yeah. they're going through the portal one at a time, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Cause you're like, you, I, I, for, I remember that that happened in the trailer. For a hot second, they had me fooled. I'm like, yes, we made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. Um, he gets pulled We're back good. in there. Yeah. When, well, that that was when, my thing. Oh. Is like after after Kang got jumped by the ants, and like everybody's getting ready to play victory celebration, and I'm like, no, no. red hair. No, I saw yeah. these trailers. <laughs> red hair. There's the ass beating, and you know what's that, funny. Like, Oh, just like there's one specific sequence so personal. where Scott throws this like wild right hook uh -huh. and Kang tucks under it, spins around the other side uh -huh. of Scott and just hits him with this disgusting right uppercut that you can tell just went straight to the kidneys. And then he yeah. just follows it up like with like a blow to the face. Oh, oh my mm. God. I felt every hit. Like the that was like too. watching a daredevil fight. You don't see Jesus. that much blood. Oh in yeah, Marvel. that was a lot of blood in the face. He was like mangled up. He looked he and, looked yeah. like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. But that yeah, looked like the end of man. a Rocky fight. Like it was yes. just yeah. And which you know, fitting next yeah. month for yeah, Creed, literally. But I was uh I was really impressed with what they did with Kang, and I, I guess this is kind of like the midpoint of what I wanted to get to in terms of ideas. But like you there you. You set up one of the great. You set up a villain so good with this one. Whereas you've got Man. Guardians that set up Thanos just as the big on a chair guy, and then you see that happen again later throughout the post credit scenes and other scenes in the MCU. But this is the one that was like, this guy is no. This guy gets his hands dirty. He has a lot yeah. of versions of himself that gets his hands dirty, and I was so happy to see that. Yeah. God. Well, did you guys much like Hank? Oh, so Sorry, much like saying, much like Hank said, you know, of the ants that the ants never give up. It's kind of the yep. same with Kang. Yes. Kang yes. never gives up. He keeps coming back. He is really Versions nice. of himself always come back. Yeah. So beautifully well, something done. With with the with Kang and you know, kind of getting towards the Council of Kang stuff. <laughs> pardon me. Uh first of all, I think there was a really funny little meta moment in the second post credit scene. Uh, where you see like the Kangs because like there's the Kangs showing up in this like gladiatorial pit yeah. as like all of the Kangs across you know the multiverse and eternity are being summoned and then you cut to the ones in the audience mm -hmm. in that rotunda and I think there was I, I, maybe I'm wrong I think they were poking fun at fanboys a little bit 
like the soups of the world in the uh, way that there's like one Kang right in the foreground who's grabbing another Kang by oh, their yeah. shirt and oh, just, yeah. oh my god oh my god like like just yeah. shaking the other one violently yeah pointing pointing like oh my god look at him look at him and like, like kind of poking fun and like as much uh, as we want to make fun of that type of person on opening night granted yeah. there's a time and a place and you know if you're in the theater to behave like that like yeah. There, like there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place to applaud. There's a time and a place to lose your shit. And you can tell the moment you walk into one, you know, uh, you know, yeah. when you're in the place where you're allowed to do yeah. that, you know, like, and again, like I'll own it. When I saw multiverse of madness, I squealed when I saw Reed Richards. Cause I've just everyone, been, that was a good screening for that. Cause it I've, cause good. I've just been, but I was in a room full of people that were hyper reactive yeah. and you cannot behave that way in like a small group. Like, but see all of that to say, yeah. What I was going to get at is this, the second post credit scene had me that way. The first one, I was like, this is a lore experience that I was not expecting to happen this early on. Surely was thinking that was some other, even the end of this phase, they would even <clears throat> drop. Look, I'll show you. Let's look at the timeline. Like, I thought, I didn't even know what movie would have dropped or show would have dropped that. Maybe Loki season two. But like, Pretend, yeah. Good lord, that first post credit scene was unbelievable. Here's well, a maybe getting a lot more Kang. We may be Good. getting a lot more Kang than we expected, honestly. So yes. This this gets into what my my again, not complaint, maybe just like a worry, maybe. Yeah. Um I really was hoping. Now I know that Kang is a multiversal villain, that's part of his allure. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping that we that our main like antagonistic Kang was going to be a singular Kang who had who who again like was cast out by the Council of Kangs is seeking to get revenge against them and that the Council of Kangs might just be uh, just as evil as he is. However, the idea of like dealing with the Kang who is such a bastard that the other, you know, unanimously (laughs) bastard kangs all agreed so needed to be casted out. away uh-huh. like yeah it's very much like that that joke about like you know like that you'll hear from like really cool underground rappers is like i'm your favorite mc's yet favorite mc yeah like yeah. the reverse of that we're like yeah. i'm the kang that all the kangs think is too much kang yes yes <laughs> and i loved the idea of that being like our main antagonist like the baddest oh, yeah. of the bad yeah. And granted, yeah. like, there's no reason to think that that Kang is dead, dead. No, he's definitely not. Um, but he's the worst Kang. The too, way that they're know? the way that they're teeing up the 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 plethora of Kangs, the 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 Kang diaspora, uh, yeah. to be the kind of central antagonist moving forward into the Kang dynasty. Uh, I was a little disappointed in. Now again, where Loki season two takes that, we don't know. Like, because the Loki no that 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 Loki post credit scene, uh, almost implied that that Kang is the one from the movie. Was that the only one who got that impression that that's what they were that trying he to? Is apply? the one from the movie? No, I don't think. I think they're going to be hunting a bunch I, of Kangs. I think he's just looking for every variant of Kang at this point. Yeah. I think that seems what Loki and I don't Mobius know. I think the to. only reason why I was a little like, Ooh, what's going on here is because Loki is so spooked by him. And <clears> like, personally, I don't think Loki came away from he who remains freaked out 
by the individual. So either Loki is going to encounter. He saw the TVA, you know, Jared. He saw that Denis was like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, he saw he saw what happened. But like whenever Mobius in that post credit scene is like, oh, this is your guy. He doesn't seem that bad. That's a great Owen Wilson, actually. (laughs) Thanks. Wow. Uh, Wow. But. But but in Loki's like the oh you have no idea like that yeah. like that there's like terror in Loki's voice oh, yeah and it's like fucking he who remains is nothing like, yeah. what are you what are you all spooked Compared. over that's fair you know? I agree so like I, I think either Loki's going to get exposed to a very dangerous Kang early on or we're going to find out that this is actually like Kang Prime well yeah. he does say at the end of Loki says he goes and says he is terrifying. Uh, oh met, yeah he's like him. you know he's, he if remains, you think i'm bad until you meet my variants yeah mm-hmm. god um but yeah, i also love yeah, that we that got could like be what Egyptian we're doing pharaoh kang as well oh, yeah. which goes all the way which, again is comic stuff which is great comics so cool uh Jerry, they Jerry, really are just diving deep into the in, into like the like the deep cuts from the comics as for, for yeah. what i understand again i didn't yeah, yeah. i never read that so that's, well i that's mean like, well that's the this. thing like we're, we're at the point where in the same way that like when it comes to star wars you know like we're always like anytime the conversation about glup shittos come up like how do you define a glup shitto yeah because to somebody who watches the movies and some of the tv shows uh like avar chris is a glup shitto but if you're somebody who even reads a little bit of the books you know that avar chris is one of the most important characters of the high republic so how do you call her a glup shitto Mm -hmm. to someone who just watches the live action stuff captain rex is a glup shitto you know so like that is all this like weird sliding scale of how much star wars are you consuming (laughs) that's the quantumania of it all yeah that that sets the (laughs) parameter for like this is a reasonable thing for you to have known Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with comics at this point with how deep the rosters are going especially for marvel i don't know what you can call a deep cut like yeah true that's true like kang the conqueror is kind of a mainstay avengers and fantastic four villain yeah. So, like, if we're adapting stuff at this point, Kang's kind of a first stringer. That's right. Yeah. You know, like, Kang, in the grand scheme of things, again, depending on, you know, who you ask and depending on publication <clears throat> history and how you want to define that, you might want to put Kang ahead of Thanos, you know, in yeah. many regards. Yeah. Like, I'm glad sure. they waited to do Kang until we could eventually yeah. have yeah. him tie into the fantastic four uh and all, and all the and i'll tie into every other series of yeah because i'm sure that's how they'll pull deadpool and everything else just from this oh character. i i have a full pitch for deadpool 3 that yeah, i yeah. am i am even i am more convinced now than i was before is going to be how yeah. they do it see it's funny when you get to the implications of what this movie set up and like we know what's coming down the pipeline. We've looked at the same image over and over again. We've seen a couple of these characters obviously show up already in their respective shows. You know, Agatha. Uh, I mean, anyone. You, you can see all these lists. Echo, Secret Invasion. Like, I, I'm just so happy that knowing that he could be trickled throughout it is just the most satisfying thing in the world to me because that's how you set up a really good villain and i believe once the next mm-hmm. avengers isn't it like in 2025 i think is it like yeah, yeah. 2025 two, three years it's, it's like, like they do another back to back yeah yeah 
Oh yeah, they do another back to back. You're right, Jerry. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. So uh, was it King King Dynasty I, and, and then Secret, Secret Wars? Wars. See, Ooh, I guess that maybe buddy just didn't jive too much with <clears throat> with the Phase Four. Not that it was a bad thing. I just didn't see any connective tissue. But if you thread every movie now with this threat or this story yeah. with this threat, you you automatically build a hype for when's he going to show up next, and he can show up in the most unexpected of well, places now awesome. i think there's something important to be said there i'm sorry for cutting you off scotty uh i just get excited to talk about comics no, I don't blame you. other than my own show uh, <laughs> but i think there's something to be said for the fact that like transport yourself back to 2014 yeah the hype is building for avengers age of ultron and while we're getting hype for avengers age of ultron we also know what every Marvel movie is going to be up until oh, yeah. what we thought was going to be Infinity Wars Part 1 and 2. Uh-huh. So, because we had that full slate, we as the fans could begin to go, okay, so here to here to here to here to here to here to here. We didn't know what the, fu- what the future phases 5 and 6 looked like. Yeah. Until we had like a month left of phase four Mm -hmm. until we were getting to the two Thor love and thunder until we were getting to, you know, mid season of she Hulk and uh, Wakanda forever. Yeah. We didn't know. We didn't know. And then once we knew it's the multiverse saga, Kang dynasty secret wars, you know, like when they were like, Oh, okay. Which granted, like even up to this point, people were, you know, calling the audibles to like, we're going to get these Kang stories, you know, like yeah. we're getting a young Avengers. There's no way we aren't I don't like the team yeah. is like oh, coming no, together before our eyes. It's Granted, it's probably going to end up yeah. being some type of hybrid between the champions and the event and the young Avengers, but that's exactly. neither here nor there. Um, but still like, I think when you go back now already and look at phase four, with the knowledge of we're headed towards the multiverse saga and incursions and shit, everything starts to come together as a very yeah. like obvious. Here's where everything's meant to coalesce. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that because something that I had a hard time with this most recent phase, like I said earlier, was the lack of like what what is going to happen. Loki did it really well. But, like, this movie, I sat down, I'm like, yeah, this is, like, I can see how, for the most part, they can keep threading this guy in. And, like, even in a show yeah. like Loki, or even, like, like even weirdly enough, I, I could even see him showing up in, a sh- in, in Guardians in some capacity. Or the Marvels, Marvel, maybe. Like, like <clears throat> Marvels, yeah. Like, you would have, uh, you've got a different universe in the Marvels at this point. So, like, I just see opportunity now. Even Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion could be an insane place for him to show up. Um, I, I don't know. I'm and, and and obviously Loki season two could of course conclude a weird mini chunk of that story. You know, who is who is he really? You know, are every one of them bad? You know, will we even get the full on like my great 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 grandfather Reed Richards? You know, like like are we gonna get some meat and potatoes there? You know, yeah, I'm, I mean that that itself is also like a really weird oh, fraught oh, thing as is. to like whether or not they actually want to thread that because again, uh, depending on who you're who's writing and who you're asking, is it do they both just happen to be named Richards yeah. or like hmm. is no, Nathaniel Richards a like great descendant of yes Reed? 
Yes, I think that's the case. And, oh, uh, I oh, hope yeah. so. I hope so too. But um, yeah, all in all, like I, I can't, I can't wait to see this one again. Uh, I didn't say that about most of these movies besides Thor: Love and Thunder in this one. But like I, I am excited to go back into the theater and just sit down and experience it again. Oh yeah, with with so what much I know fun. Now. So much fun. So much popcorn. And I am getting popcorn next time. I'm gonna get a drink and icy. And this <laughs> like it's gonna be a thing next time because this time I was like, all right, zone the hell in. Great movie to get high with. I bet. I'm uh, yeah. just saying. <laughs> I bet this is trippy as hell. Um, but no, listen. So much good stuff we could continue on, like going on and on and on. Yeah. But uh, just, I don't know, man. Like the, I I got I got what I wanted with the the whole, you know. Yeah. Cat. I again, I really identify with Scott and Cassie's relationship. Right. It feels like me and my kiddo. Um. And the there's one line he did give to her that I wanted to bring up, and and then we can talk about kind of that ending, which was great about sure. him kind of the inner his inner monologue at the end. By the way. Oh, hilarious. That was so this was it was brutal, but it was so Ant-Man. I loved that they still kept this is like his comic book. We're seeing Uh an issue of of Ant-Man. Yes. On the screen. And it felt like that. But so there's something that he does say to Cassie. Uh, It's that I I forget the exact line, but it's the only thing I didn't mess up was you. Um, it's saying as he's about to go in and, and get the uh, uh, go into the uh, what is it the the probability storm or whatever yes, the probability um, storm that entire so sequence cool. by the way uh, I loved that I loved yes. that was my thought my that was my girl dad fist pumping moment you know yes. like yeah yeah um, Schrodinger's cat uh, in a box it was literally like it's yeah just multiple Schrodinger's cats. you're in Schrodinger's cool. box and you're yes. the cat the cat that's the yeah one. so exactly. Good. Um, but just, I don't know. There's, there's so much good. Um, also, by the way, I want to shake the hand of whoever decided to use the welcome back Cotter theme song because I love, I love like welcome back Cotter came on Nick at night, like back Uh when I was a kid and I, no one ever knows it exists. Honestly, like you can't talk to hardly anyone about it. And, uh, I fell in love with that show for some reason. Sebastian. I love that song growing up. I didn't watch. I love that song. As soon as it started, I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you. The only licensed song in the whole movie. And most of these movies usually have a ton of licensed songs. Right. Right. Really weird. Um, Jerry, I agree. That was a beautiful moment. I didn't I, like when they all when all the Ant-Man's realized they're they're going to do this for Cassie. That's that was such a cool. And they were all then ants. They all then believed. Yeah. In their hierarchy. Right. Tradition. They were doing that whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I love that so there was one good. that worked that got to work for Baskin Robbins uh, uh, yes. in there. Um, I love Did you hear the people like you could hear him talking? It's a bunch of Paul Rudd's literally there. And I love yes. there's one of them. That guy pops up from Baskin Robbins like, do you have ice cream? Like way yes. in the back. Some dude. <laughs> um, but no, um, that's a good just, moment, Jerry. I it's it's really good. Moment. Well, listen, it's it, it's really late. We've all, all only seen this once and everything. I'm yeah. sure there's so much more we could talk about to death and everything. But I just again, that's again as a dad that's the part that really spoke out that's to me the one that's and everything because i feel that's the same bad. way you know the one thing that, that i feel sometimes and not to get too deep you know like i feel like you haven't messed up sometimes is your kid yeah, uh exactly. and, and that's debatable sometimes for some people <laughs> i guess i like so. it's so funny people also struggle with this and that's a very realistic moment jerry i agree with you but the inner monologue i mean i, I don't know how how many of y'all ever just like 
know you did something that's gonna bite you in the ass later. That's how your you, thoughts sound. Just like it, like it's just a constant. Sound. It's just a constant just, run. <laughs> and it was funny, but at one point I'm like, this is very I, art. Art. Did I do like, everybody? Very art noir. Yeah, you're almost like it's very much like um, what's the movie? Um, oh Jesus, uh, The Graduate, where they're they're finally on the bus. They make their escape. They're two star-crossed lovers, and they both <clears> sit there like, well, maybe. Maybe this wasn't worth it all. Maybe I actually made things worse by doing this. That and introspection. Like, oh, and I like, spent the entirety of the ending waiting for a shoe to drop. Yeah. Like, you? I was waiting for another Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes, where like okay. Or Eternals or something where, like, a portal was going to open. Uh-huh. And someone was just going to be like, hi, Scott. Yeah. We're in trouble. Oh, yes. But <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they didn't give you that. Because it's it's almost worse phase. to have well it's almost right? worse to have you feel like oh god maybe he did mess he up. planted that seed of doubt yes, we know it's, it's true we all know well, it's true that's right? what I liked about well that's what I loved about phase you know I guess you could say phases three phases two was like the Thanos moment where he's like you know you see him on the throne in the very end of Avengers and you're like oh like what but to have an actual character have that same realization live on screen like. Maybe I really should have killed him. Like I'm like, dude. Like this is such a this is such a raw moment. Or shouldn't have. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that was his whole oh, thing. Like, oh god, god. what did it I was, do? Well, because like, you know, like I said, he's looking at all the random moments. people and yeah, stuff too. Like, like oh god, oh god. It was played for laughs, but it to me it almost was. That See, is. I didn't. I didn't. It's get haunting. Funny from that it's funny because of Paul Rudd's like, oh my god, oh my god. But like when you're yeah. just looking at all these random people, how many you're of those like, people oh. just got their lives back? Exactly, uh-huh. and that's what works so well is because these movies have now made you realize, okay, some of these people were blips. Some of them won't. You know, they're homeless now because they, they're, you know, of what happened. And then Scott Lang, of all people, this because he's the one that has never had, like you said, Jared. He never had the superhero stakes like everybody else. He never had the Iron Man stakes. He never had the Captain America. St- he never had even Doctor Strange stakes. He's always been the one that had the kind of lower to tier villains until Endgame. But that was a group effort. When he when he realized that he just met the next problem for the however long the foreseeable future and past, he's like, oh. Like, and I've got no one to help me. Everyone's gone at this point, you know. Yeah. Besides, all the, Hulk, yeah, they're, they're all, all the, kind of all scattered. the heavy hitters are either retired or, or dead. Or yes, and so you got to think as a, as a character, you're almost like, oh my, like I can enjoy this moment, but in the back of your head, you know, no matter what, something is going to go wrong, and it may not be in your timeline, what? but it's going to happen inevitably. That's <sighs> like Jared was saying earlier. You know, this is the the old guard learning oh i can't just lay down my sword i have to keep going that's him realizing it's not done and i have to fight for this i have to fight for my daughter for my family for everything yes um not just them for everyone and you know that's him realizing like this may this this is gonna be bad probably (laughs) you know i mean there's also, we'll also trying to have a nice family moment. <laughs> yes. There's also, you know, depending on how hard in the paint they go with adapting, like the, you know, huh? Walk a flock, walk a flock of reference there. Yes. Uh, depending on how hard in the paint they go with adapting, uh, like the Brian Michael Bendis Avengers stuff, 
Kang is not lying when he says the end of all things is messy. Oh, Jesus. Makes me he's also said he's killed a lot of Avengers. So oh, he certainly crazy. has. Uh, but when the MCU is looking at an incursion and we inevitably have a mainline MCU Illuminati that has to make some really nasty decisions. Jared, don't don't make don't I want to sleep in peace tonight. Jerry, okay? come on. Would you annihilate an entire other universe to save this one? <laughs> Could you sleep at night if you had to make that decision? Oh, probably not. Honestly. <laughs> Oh, that's the problem. But um, and ooh. Doom is still coming. I just want I to reiterate is that. Is that? Part. Do you think that's the following villain? Like, do you think they're gonna make Doom like the penultimate, like three of three, or are they gonna make Galactus three of three? No, like, I don't think. Gonna... I think you can do Galactus. Galactus <clears throat> can be to like the current <clears throat> slate what Ultron was. That's what I thought too. Exactly. Like you, like you They're... are a big enough threat to warrant all of the Avengers, all of Earth's mightiest heroes coming together, yeah, to defend her. But like, <sighs> Secret Wars, Doctor Doom is literally referred to as God King Doom. Yeah, it's the worst. The worst. Secret the Wars, Doctor Doom ripped Thanos's spine out. That's right. And one that's fell pretty, swoop. Pretty that's a, metal. That's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Uh, I guess that being said, we should end this thing. I uh, I love this movie. There will be a, a probably oh, – I got a break next week, so probably a two-week – a two two more viewings for me. I, 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 I'm going to go this weekend again, most really? likely. I, nice. I don't have – I don't have – I don't have Ellie or, you know, Ellie this weekend. Yeah. I'm going to probably go Saturday night. Oh, I'm going to go Saturday night. I'm going to go soak it back in. So hell yeah, I'm gonna Jerry, drink Jerry, views. What about you, Jerry? What do you think? Another viewing? Oh, absolutely! I really want to see this again. I really enjoyed it again. I don't think uh, I don't think a lot of the critics who really were ripping this movie apart gave it a fair shake at all. Yeah. I don't um, understand. I was baffled. Maybe honestly. maybe marketing. Maybe they thought the whole thing would be K related, but it really was the. Maybe uh, they were expecting the heart getting ripped out, and because it didn't. Yeah, um, I was I honestly. I'm glad because too much stuff is ripping my heart out these days. Frankly, uh -huh. frankly. But yeah, no, I uh, I I loved it. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Well, I could tell you this much. Nice long drink. Well, I'm sorry. It's been a good bomb bad cast, with no, no, Jared, no, especially. I love arched. you, Jared. Um, we're gonna Thank have a rematch. You for coming on, by the way, in April for those that don't yes. know. Uh, oh. Super excited about that. Oh, but Jared, no. if you don't mind, plug what you got going on, man. Uh, I will happily plug my pluggables. Uh, Richard is yelling just outside of the office. How many holes do you have? Uh, that was such a good line. Seven. 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 You know, it I love the how you define hole. Yeah, that's true. I just love that he paused for such a long moment, Paul, and then he, then he goes, that's right, actually. Wow. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, no, you guys can find me at uh, Dark Jedi 2552. You can find the Nerd Academy podcast uh, on wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. We're obviously going to have an Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp Mania review out soon. Uh, check out our Patreon. $5 tier gets you access to our several dozen deep uh, Patreon Star Wars versus series, uh, which we have just started a new season of Lord Starkiller versus Obi-Wan Kenobi is out now. Uh, Qui-Gon versus Ahsoka is coming out uh, next week, uh, barring acts of God in Congress. 
You can check me out uh, and everybody on this screen, Scotty, very soon uh, in Epic Confrontations, a Star Wars Trivia League put on by uh, uh, In a Galaxy, another Star Wars podcast. Have lots of fun over there. Uh, and you can also find me as part of the cast of Ionized Bastards, a Star Wars Edge of the Empire uh, real play show uh, where uh, we're coming up on our season finale. That's the next episode we're going to be taping at some Big point finale. soon here. Big season finale. Uh, I play Fabian Martell, a swashbuckling dark Jedi with a mysterious past. Uh, Jerry plays a very uh, adorable uh, assassin droid. Uh, it's great. It's, it's wonderful stuff. So go, go check out all this stuff I do. I do. Well, we have a lot of fun and Jared is fantastic. Again, like you all, if you're new, if you're new to the channel, you don't know Jared's a Jared is a great friend of the show, great friend in real life and everything. And everything he does is golden. You should go check it out right now. So yeah, I agree. Um, so anything I could plug, I guess in particular, uh, I think maybe next week I haven't talked to Jared about this. I don't know if you're free Jared, but I think we should do our state of the fandom discussion next Thursday. If that is a good day for you, if not, we'll figure it out. I can uh, pro. Man, I mean, we'll figure that out. But I'm ready coming for up. it. Mando stuff's coming up real soon we're, for all of us. We're so. gonna be bogged down. We're gonna be bogged down. With Mando. We're all I gonna be bogged down. Wait. We're for like at least four weeks. We're gonna god. have Bad Batch and Mandalorian. Y'all realize yep. that, right? God, oh my god, amazing. What well, I'm excited to be inundated. I'm excited for that that numbness I feel after every episode. I just miss Mando. <laughs> Same. I, I'm always like. <laughs> Like, I can't go to work. I can't go to work. Uh, the post-nut anyway. clarity, yes. It's... Like, how can I go to work after my world has been shattered, right? Yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> uh, like like we said earlier, it's not scripted. It's bomb bad. It's uh, absolutely I, bomb bad. It's absolutely bomb bad. Uh, very happy to have you here, Jared. I love you very much. Um, Jerry, I'm excited for what we have coming up in the future. We'll be sending some messages out to some people soon about Yes, we also, ready. that logo should come in tomorrow too. Oh, oh we got a yeah, we got them. a fancy new logo for you all. Um, yeah. and we're we're excited about it because we yes. we found some delicious, delicious nostalgia that is. God, uh, you found it. That was brilliant. Listen, listen, listen. This is all listen. a group effort. Um, me and Scotty make the magic. All right, y'all just y'all just consume the ooze. Yes, so. like animals. Uh, anyway, give me your ooze. I'll put it in uh, your hole. Finna. <laughs> you finna? Say it. Oh, God. It makes me cringe. You finna? I, <laughs> I literally, it makes me cringe. Anyway, uh, I'm going to uh, get I'm going to get that guy's permission for you to use that as a bomb bag clip from now on. See, I've listen, I don't know that one. I know. Have you heard? I'm having one. Okay, let's go. We need to continue. <laughs> Everyone right. have a great evening and remember to stay bomb bad. Stay bomb. Did you say impossible, Pasquale? Only kidding, Jackie. I've changed my tune because I finally thought of a possible dream that we can all share. What is that, Pasquale? It's a dream about a world where nobody is poor or sick or hungry. Oh, now that's a dream we can make come true. I'm gonna make a change. For once in my life It's gonna feel real good Gonna make a difference Gonna make it right As I point up the collar on My favorite winter coat This wind is blowing my mind
excited as i am to kick jared's ass see me kick jared's ass yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be there watching you kick jared's ass oh in person yeah like a, live, live and in person wedding. god that's honestly the only reason i'm coming there um you know oh. it's it's just to watch you kick jared's ass very voyeur-esque of me but it's that is what it is it is what it is so yeah oh. it's gonna happen i can't wait he's having fun backstage listening to this so yeah. He's just sitting there. He's just sitting there. I love watching. He just has to take it. And... He just has to take it. He has to. You have to drink our ooze. You finna? Okay. Hell out. Well, that was that was <laughs> good. Uh, uh, like like we said earlier, um, make sure you 